so much for joining us today. Welcome back to Rewind and Recap, where the wine is as necessary as the chaos in our favorite shows. Um, I'm your co-host, Princess. Tonight, I'm drinking, I wanted some vodka and cranberry after this fucking Atlanta traffic, but all I had time for, because I was running late, was Pinot Noir tonight, so we're back on the red, friend, by La Delizia. Um, again, y'all know that's my favorite if you've been watching, listening to this show, that it makes its appearance quite frequently here. You already see what I'm on. Oh. <laughs> hey guys, what's up? I'm Cece and I'm probably getting cussed out because I'm back on my white Zippendale by O3. <laughs> it just has me in a chokehold and honestly, like, I mean, we grown, like that red wine just does something to me. You won't let it go. And like, you know, <laughs> my ass need to be all married at first sight because oh I, my God. I need a break from, from red wine because I needed that. I needed that. Red, red wine gives me it's it calls for bad decisions and right now you know i'm chilling so i'm back on i'm back on white ziffindel by oak leaf so yeah um before we get started definitely want to make sure you guys are following us on twitter instagram and tiktok at rewind and recap that is r-e-w-i-n-e-a-n-d-r-e-c-a-p we do live tweet every wednesday when married at first sight comes on and we got to get a schedule together of when we're going to start going live or maybe do spaces on twitter so that way we can interact with you guys even more but just bear with us you know we just gonna we gonna take the small wins as they come baby because us just showing up every monday to even (laughs) outside of when i was like completely sick and had no voice we've literally had an episode up every week since we started this podcast so you know let's just praise god anyways okay hallelujah okay <laughs> this is big bitch so we are gonna go ahead and jump into tonight's episode it was like a lot happened but a lot didn't happen yes and y'all know like i'm still a mirrored at first sight virgin so mm-hmm. i'm still trying to get used to how this show actually operates and how it mm-hmm. runs but I can tell y'all one thing for sure. I'm sick and fucking tired of Alyssa. I'm so sick of that bitch. Yeah. I'm so sick of her. So the fir- we start off continuing into the first night. I mean, I guess I don't really know what to expect of this because, again, this is my first season ever watching it. But apparently it's a bad thing that we're still looking at their first night. Yes. And we're on, you know, episode technically four of this show like they love dragging out damn footage that's one thing i hate about maps like we don't need to see their first night three episodes like we get it they spent the night together let's can we move on to i know y'all got something else and they thought they was slick trying to reshoot that bed dive when we hit short zone this time we oh are, yeah y'all, y'all can't change that they so they- I didn't so I didn't see that the first time I watched it when I was looking at your notes um as I was going over the show breakdown I saw it then and I was like oh damn I didn't even peek <laughs> but I did realize I feel like it's almost kind of like the show can come off scripted because I get you with the why are we still dragging out the first night because why do we need to keep seeing the same thing in three different scenarios yeah it's like y'all said live on the bed yeah. Okay, dive on the bed again. Let's get this yeah. table. And it's just like, it's reality TV. Please give us reality. Facts. So they definitely, I, I feel that. They definitely waste footage in the first, like, 
three to four episodes really four clearly but like once you get to the honeymoons and beyond it spices up and honestly my critique for production would be like stop doing that because that formula sucks like if there's someone new who's to this show like you it's easy for you to lose interest because you keep getting the same shit from a different angle every week mm -hmm. like week week by week for three four fucking weeks so it's like that's the one thing i hate it's like it can start slow and seem very redundant but I, once you get to the honeymoons it really does pick up that's why i'm so happy we finally here i'm excited for this week because we're finally gonna get like why the fuck i watch this show <laughs> you know i can see why but I, let's Alyssa. like mm -hmm. i just feel like why the fuck are you here me yeah. personally, I know that I would not be able to take a show like that for the reason why Alyssa is showing her ass. Yeah. But the way that she is treating Chris is pissing me off because it's like you wasting everybody's time, specifically mm -hmm. his, because I mean, maybe it has something to do with the fact that he is attracted to you physically that he's willing to try. But it's just like, God damn, bitch, like you turning everything into like a pout party and i just don't like how nasty she's being yeah. to him like you're being obnoxious i'm sick of that face she make that like like tight thing she do with her yeah do her mouth it's, it's like ew it's giving old white young oh young white girl that looks Cindy. old you know what i'm talking about like that 20 something year old white girl that like she 50 is giving that and i just i'm so sick of her face i She's boring, she's tired, she's sad, and she's a waste of fucking time. She's a waste of a placement. And they should have had, I, I saw somebody tweet, they should have like backup wives and husbands. I'm actually mm -hmm. not opposed to that. Like they, they should have tears. Like this is, you know, wife number one, and things don't go, go well for, you know, a detrimental reason, then maybe we can slide her in the show and we can have like them meet. I'm not opposed to them having like a backup in newer seasons because we shouldn't have to watch bitches like Alyssa niggas like chris from season 12 all season like we, it's just that shit is so irritating sorry. like it's just like you and, and my thing is you knew what you signed up for so yeah. i'm gonna just get this out the way because this is gonna be my drag and i thought maybe i was gonna find a tweet about it but what pisses me off about Alyssa, especially me being a new viewer like i'm not stupid so i can comprehend how the show is supposed to go mm -hmm. what's pissing me off is all of this shit you doing acting like you so closed off acting mm -hmm. like you want to take things so you want to move slow Bullshit. you wouldn't be doing that shit if you was actually attracted to chris so all of that oh i move slow i'm not this and that type of person mm -hmm. you're bullshitting and your friends and your mom know that that shit is true mm -hmm. that's why they're trying to like have your back but make this seem like oh well she just needs to warm up to you know y'all know she's not attracted to him because i know when them cameras cut off she was like i don't like that nigga mm -hmm. did you see his canines on the side of his mouth like i know you went and told them the truth so the fact right. that you're trying to make it seem like you're just a standoffish person and like you don't want to move too fast. You're only doing that because you're not attracted to this nigga. Bitch, you signed up to be married at first sight. How are you going to sit here and say that you don't move fast? It's as fast as you can fucking move, bitch. Thank That's you. the final step of a goddamn relationship. Thank you. So, like, spare us. Please, if you don't want to fucking be here, leave. You knew what you signed up for. And to be dragging this man and taking him through this shit the way that you are, that shit is selfish. It's mm -hmm. annoying. And I hope that it turns every man off that see your stupid ass on this show. You are mm -hmm. unbearable to fucking watch on TV, bitch. Yeah. Like, oh, 
I've been waiting to read that bitch now. I've been waiting for Monday just to get that shit off my chest. And I hate her Cindy Lou looking ass. They, this is not the first time there has been someone on this show that comes on this show, doesn't like what they see, and they just, they're standoffish and they blame it on, oh, I just take things slow or knowing damn well it's a physical attraction problem. And my thing is, like you said, if you know physical attraction is that much of a priority, like you just cannot get past it if you don't have that instant click, this is not the show for you. Like, I, I can't stand people keep coming on this that's show. That's why I would never be know. on the show. When you know, that's like, you have to have that because it's really a toss up on whether you're going to get that or not. And you really want to risk, you know, saying I do to a motherfucker you're not even attracted to. Like, that's a big, this is a big step. People think this is just, oh, we're boyfriend and girlfriend. Yay, we on TV. Like, no, bitch, this is a legal marriage. You got paperwork to sign if you get a fucking divorce after the show is over. Like, I don't understand people who do that. And I think a lot of people do that shit, you know, to get on TV, to get some clout and probably get their name out there. And I think now she's playing it, you know, safe because she don't want to get her ass beat so verbally on social media, you know, because she know. I'm oh, sure I'm already on her ass. So, bitch, that ain't saving you. I'm right there. Your ass is here. My foot is right there on it. Right? <laughs> Touching it. Up that ass. Because I'm sick of this bitch. Oh, she gets, I can't wait to the reunion. Ooh, that'd be my favorite part for stuff like this because she going to get ate up. Oh, man. Oh. <clears throat> I just, I can't. So let's get to the family meetups. Mm-hmm. Jasmina and Michael meeting each other's families. Um, I definitely would have to say I adore Michael's sisters. Yes. Because men who come from a family full of women, that shit can go either one or two ways. Yeah. Bitches can overset their boundaries and be very fucking overbearing. Yeah. Or they can be like Michael's sisters and be very loving, very welcoming, very open to Jasmina. Right. And I love that they're like that towards her. Mm-hmm. Um, they seem very open and like genuinely wanting to get to know Jasmina and genuinely yeah. want her to be a part of, you know, who they are. Mm-hmm. Um I think them telling her that like Michael looks for the worst in every situation was kind of like, I mean, I appreciate y'all honesty. And yeah. That, but it was just kind of like, because hmm. I got some feelings towards Jasmina too, but we gonna, we gonna get there. I we do too. We gonna, we do. gonna get there. Okay. Yeah. Wonderful. Cause I, so. I, I, got, I love my girl, but real friends tell the truth. And I got yeah. something for her. So, okay, with his sisters, adore them. I definitely thought when they started to initially show the dynamic of Michael and his sisters, it was going to be some brother husband stuff. And I was like, oh, hell, like, they ain't going to let them go. They're going to be, you know, overbearing or whatever. But they cool as fuck. Like, I really, really like them. And when they said that he tends to kind of walk away from an argument and then come back, I was like, definitely saw that coming. Because remember when we kind of discussed what their strongholds could be as a couple and mm-hmm. what could probably set Jasmina off. And we discussed how it could probably be him like just walking away from a conversation and not opening up when she wants him to be vulnerable. So, mm-hmm. and he definitely looks like that type. So for his sisters to be like, yeah, he just gonna walk away. <laughs> I know that's gonna be a problem. And I know I hate that. Like, unless I'm just piping mad and I need, give me five. Cause I don't want to cuss you out. 
I'd rather just sit through and just talk it through. I don't like when people just, you know, hop up in the middle of it and it's like, we can't even resolve anything. So I can see how that could be an issue, which sucks. Cause they, one thing I did like about his sisters, they were telling the damn truth. They was telling his business. They was like, okay, that's what you can look out for. He's difficult. He's this and that. They definitely told the truth. So I, I like that. Do you feel like when it comes to his perspective on situations that is pessimism or realism just based off what you I said. feel like is is pessimism because I think now that I have started to do the work I try not to look for the worst in every situation I just think that I just don't like to give things a thought at all if that makes mm-hmm. sense mm-hmm. because as someone who has struggled with my mindset leading so much of my life and putting me in so many situations just because I was thinking negatively about an outcome before it could get to me. Um, I think that is definitely pessimism. Mm -hmm. And I definitely want to leave y'all with this word. I realized that like, um, it was said to me that anxiety is you getting worked up about something that has yet to happen. And Mm -hmm. I think that Michael does that a lot. Mm-hmm. Like even when he was talking about marriage and like that whole little dispute that they had, like mm-hmm. it's just like, yeah, y'all are strangers. But I agree with what you know Jasmina said, um, and we gonna get to that later. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like he he does look for the worst in every situation. It's like you can be realistic without being negative. Mm-hmm. Being realistic is knowing, hey, yeah, we are strangers. We're still getting to know each other there may not you may not like a lot of things about me and I might not like a lot of things about you but let's let that work out I feel like mm-hmm. in something that's new and budding you shouldn't be looking for the negative shit from yeah. jump and I feel like even back to when we were first meeting the individuals before the marriages and things like that like he's kind of always had like a negative kind of draining spirit Mm. And I feel like I only recognize that because I know that that's how I was. Mm. And I feel like that's true growth is like being able to see things about yourself that's kind of cringe and other people and like, damn, Mm. I see how that could be frustrating or maybe Mm. why people could have been frustrated or put off with me because I've had a tendency to do that in the past. But I think that again, especially because they have like specialists and stuff on the show, that's not anything that he can't work through or try to like get past. Yeah, I agree. I would say that I think that Michael is a realist who teeters to pessimism when it's safer, a more safer, convenient option for him. Like, I feel like when he's in unknown territory, he goes straight to pessimism. But I feel like overall, I I would peg him as like a realist. Because even in his confessionals talking about his marriage to Jasmina, he was like, and I think she's great, but I also don't want to let the positives outweigh the fact that we are still strangers and we still have to get to know each other. He sounds very realistic and not necessarily negative, but just stating the real facts. She's beautiful and she's great, but we still got to, you know, talk and really figure out if we're a good match. And we'll get to the dispute. I'm kind of, I'm really on Michael's side of that dispute. I'll explain why later, because that's why I'm going to kind of have to read my girl lovingly. But I would say he's a realist who, who leans more towards pessimism when he's in a place where he has to be vulnerable and doesn't want to. 
that's when I think his pessimism really starts to come out. I don't really think he leaned towards optimism ever. I think he stays in the realistic bounds, but teeters towards pessimism when he's uncomfortable. That's when the negativity really starts. And that's probably why you see a lot of it because this is new charter territory for every fucking body. Like everybody's new. Everybody just got married to a fucking stranger. It says pr probably why you sense that energy from him more because he probably clams up when is he's in uncharted territory, you know? I can definitely see him as that type of guy. <clears throat> yeah, but Jasmine, I'm just like, I see you. And we have to just give you a little love tap, sis. I got one for it too. An open-handed yeah. tap. So um, his meetup with her mom, Mm -hmm. the mom was just like you know <laughs> yeah in the beginning, i wasn't sure about this shit but i i do like what i see from you so far mm -hmm. but we don't really know you yeah and your child's safety is something that's very important because i don't even want to just say men because people period are crazy mm-hmm but I definitely understand her want to protect Jasmina because of all that she's been through regarding her own mom and just mm -hmm. her upbringing, her whole situation. Um, but Michael being predominantly brought up by women, I feel like, and I think I've talked about this earlier too. I think it kind of like eased her mind mm -hmm. because he, even though he hasn't seen marriage, he has been brought up around women. I don't really think that that's like an indicator that a man is going to be a good man. Yeah, it can go either two ways, like you said before. Yeah, like I know men that love their mama to death, that love mm -hmm. their sister to death, will probably lay their life down on the line for the women in their family. And then they get in relationships or have romantic encounters with women and treat mm -hmm. those women terribly <clears throat> elijah Wan love his fucking mama he just told us that his dick been dragged all across boston yeah you know what i'm saying like yeah. that doesn't that's not a correlation that yeah. a man is a good man Thanks. um and i don't think and this is just my opinion from like watching the show and just kind of seeing like you know what michael had to say about relationships and how you know he was talking i feel like he, I, I feel like I see Michael's problem when it comes down to relationships and how he could probably come across as a little insufferable, but I'm being patient. Insufferable? I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to be patient with him. Oh gosh. I don't, I, for me with Michael, I, I'm hanging on. Like, I'm really hoping that he's a good guy, but I do get closed upness from him, like closed energy. He's very guarded and in this process, you got to be willing to let the walls down a little quicker than you used to just because of the the pace like this is quick as fuck, like we mm -hmm. said. And so I can I just hoping that he can learn and be open and really be willing to give the process everything he has and not try to approach this like it's an everyday dating type of scenario because it's not. So I, I feel like either you know, it's a toss up for Michael with me I'm either going to end this season really loving him. I'm in the season not liking him at all. Good That's point. Good point. So <laughs> Steve and Noy, first of all, they are my favorite <laughs> leading couple. 
I feel like if this show takes as many twists and turns as you say it do, mm-hmm. they might end up not being together. And that kind of makes me sad because I feel mm-hmm. like I see how much Noi really wants this. And she's just so smitten by Steve. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was the cutest thing when like they came back. We kind of skipped over to the first night when he like reacts her to be his wife with the ring pop and it like yeah. matched her um her traditional wear i'm just like they're so stinking cute yeah i just i love it <laughs> i really want noi and steve to work mm-hmm. because i just think that they're the cutest thing together steve just need to figure out what he can do yeah uh, every time okay I wait to get watch- there. The first time I watched it, I giggled. And then I watched it today and I still giggled when she started crying in front of his parents. I'm like, that girl love us with Steve already. Like she already like, and it, it, I just can't believe it. I'm like, girl, like it's been one night. You must've felt that dick on your back this morning. Cause your ass please crying in front of his mom and daddy. And you don't even really know them like that. I'm like, this girl, let me see what Steve got. Cause girl was sniffling and snotting. And- but his daddy childish as hell because he's like you know ideally i'm sure you would want to marry somebody who got a job (laughs) like why you had to say that why you had to bring that up like you see me crying over here like i love this man and you're gonna remind me bring me back to reality that he's jobless Really? <laughs> right See, now? Day, so I'm going to just let you know what it is real quick. We not about to be around no fucking bushes. Let's talk about what it is. You know my son ain't got no fucking job, right? Girl, them tears dried up. So I ain't never seen nobody face clear up that fast after crying. She's, yeah, well, you know, we haven't really talked about that. <laughs> she forgot mm-hmm. about that dick print quick. She said, you know what? I forgot this nigga jobless. <laughs> That's what a dick can do to you. Child. That's what it'll do. And I'm telling you, and you know what? What else might be working for her? Because you know what they say about men who don't got no job. <laughs> what they say? It be potent, sis. <laughs> it be potent. That's where all the energy goes. Just- giving, it's giving Wanda. I, 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 do, I need it. I need it. I need it. <laughs> so, bless. Oh, um, man. Joy Little Walls might get caved in by Steve. He gonna take out all that frustration from all them indeed rejections on my good sister. You need to stop. <laughs> I deserve this job. Mm, say I'm hired. You hired. You hired. <laughs> so first of all, I want to jump to. I want to jump to Noise family. At first, I didn't. I didn't see it, and maybe I. I'm sorry, y'all. Please don't jump on Steve as for me bringing this to light because uh-huh. I didn't peep because I missed. I tried to rewatch it like three times and I just completely blanked out on like the first part of the episode, like the family meetups, the second night. I really didn't pay attention to the honeymoon. Mm-hmm. So I had to watch it again yesterday and then today. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed that Steve misgendered Sriracha the first time and like caught her her brother and I was like oh I hope they don't tear his ass apart mm-hmm. I don't think that he meant to do it intentionally yeah but then I'm like can't you do that in drag I, still though um I thought if someone was in drag I don't, you technically still I don't know I'll have to ask my friend okay I'll have to ask her because mm-hmm. I know it can be a bit touchy I feel like for me, I just try to 
call people by their proper pronouns how they present themselves like gotcha. if you are if you're dressed as sriracha then i want to make sure i'm referring to you as her and mm-hmm. she yeah. in that moment mm-hmm. but if you come into me as what what was what's the the brother's actual name like I from forget. the wedding i forget his actual name i can remember I just call I can't remember what the name was at the wedding. So like, you know, and it could have been a little bit different from Steven. Uh, Sriracha was very upfront. Like, you know, I did to like show him of an alter ego as well. Mm-hmm. I think it really just, it just depends on what people pronounce me, but I know how like the community can yeah. be or just how pessimistic sometimes yeah. people stuff like that. They will jump and attack, mm-hmm. but he did correct himself when he was talking to Noi and did refer to Sriracha as her when he so I was like, okay, yeah, he he gets it. He gets really yeah. happy about that. Yeah, I was kind of holding my breath in that scene too, because I'm like, Steve, please don't don't do nothing stupid. Don't say nothing stupid. Don't make no faces now. You better give Sriracha her respect. Mm-hmm. So I was like, if you don't do what you need to do, you're gonna get ate up. Like demolished. And Sriracha still ate that ass up, and she did. Ain't, ain't no crumbs gonna be left behind when it done with Steve. So I, I was really happy that he approach it the right way he wasn't frazzled because she really did it to frazzle him up to see how he gonna you know respond mm-hmm. to sriracha and he was just un you know bothered by it, which uh, i yeah. thought was very nice very progressive we love a progressive man so mm-hmm. that was good i was happy that steve knew how to conduct himself but know? i have to talk about how prejudiced that name is because when, <laughs> well, I, I mean, when i when i saw the note sriracha i was like who the fuck is it's literally that was why I had to go back and it was like I was watching it but I literally just thought that that was Noe's sister I didn't realize that that was like her brother mm-hmm. from the wedding mm-hmm. and I'm like you know let me go watch this again and then I caught like the side confession or whatever like on the street talking to Sriracha and I was like oh and then I'm like Sriracha come on bro you Asian like sis why but he can do that. Why he would, can do that. Yeah. It's like niggas saying. I guess it'll be kind of like us calling ourselves niggas. You know what I'm saying? Negro. Like, they can make, like, I don't know. Y'all don't don't attack me. But they can make, like, rice jokes or whatever. Like, they can make those. Because it, it's how niggas do. We make jokes towards each other. Girl, can we talk about Elijah Wan and his meetup? Talk about what's wrong with Elijah Wan? Because he don't know when to shut the fuck up. Oh, my God. He don't know. I feel like his fuckboy charm is kind of getting to me, so I'm having to like. Okay, I thought it was just me. Can we talk about that? Oh, yeah, we can. Cause I'm that we neck can. tattoo getting to me too. I, I love a tatted nigga. That's the thing. <laughs> I keep looking at them tats, and he was at the airport, and you. I'm glad you pointed it out, cause I was like, you know, where the hat at? Where, boy, looking good on that bus. Let me find out. You got a little bit. Him of and Michael. When Michael put that fitted on, I said, okay, little smirky yo, I can see it. I can't be sitting here having a soft spot for Elijah one. That's how he probably get women too. It's probably how he get a charm. He, he grow on the ass. But the nigga talk too much. You can, I feel like I called this. I said you can't do shit with him in the bedroom and he not gonna repeat it. Like these are her friends. When they fuck, we definitely gonna know. Everybody gonna know. These are her friends and her male friend. And one, like literally like the first two sentences he said was about cuddling and kissing her. I gotta work on my cuddling hey, game, but kiss. <sighs> she do got really nice lips. Like, what are you doing? Know that. He's so like 10 years old. He had like, he never had a taste of nothing in his life. 
Oh it's God. just very irritating. I really do appreciate the fact that like her friend, I can't remember what the nigga name was, but he got on his ass. And he caught because you just said you feel like some people go on the show to get their name out there. And he when he said about Elijah, I said, not you said what we was thinking, because he do got here for TV written on his forehead. <laughs> here to blow it's up. It's given very performative. My wife, my it's like yeah baby like nigga you met me yesterday stop calling me baby <laughs> like stop it's just he just does too much too much and her friend called it for what it is like i just i ugh. everything about him just irritates me but he has that fuck boy charm i literally tweeted the other day and i was just like <laughs> Lord, free me from being attracted to the wrong, to the to terrible niggas, please. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be here no more. I don't want to be. Here. I don't want to be here. I hate it here. I feet so I can dance. I just want to <laughs> like I be delivered, bruh. Oh, that shit. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can't. I was so happy his friend got in his ass, like, and was not <laughs> playing with her. And it was very much given that Diddy uh shift that. And you saw how he was trying to like, and you saw how he was trying to like cut him off. Like, call me out yeah. of my shit. You, if you think I'm gonna call me on shit, no, nope, yeah. that's not like yeah. that nigga was looking like. I wish you would buck up, nigga. I'll fold your ass up. He's like a damn chair. <laughs> he was like, he was not letting that nigga catch a break, and I appreciate that because I feel like it even it showed me even more that I feel like Elijah is really there on some bullshit. Katina is mm-hmm. fine, but I just can't see him being committed to marriage i would be yeah. very shocked if he actually changed and they truly do end up together you know what he said in the preview he was like if you offer me another woman why would i turn that down i think they were t- probably talking about threesomes or something in the preview for this week and i'm like that nigga already got new coochie on your you got new coochie on your mind already and you just been married for two days yep so his meeting with his mom's meeting with Katina, it was very much like, girl, let's hurry and get this shit over because I got to go back to work. I said, Ooh. It was giving. I and said, not Meredith like, acting like she ain't got time. That shit felt so casual. Everybody else meet up. And, and then it was just one-on-one. Like nobody else was there. That shit felt yeah. like, hey girl, I got time for a little quick drink. Like it just felt real. Like they knew each other already. <laughs> like, damn, like this it. And then that damn gift. That damn gift. He does make me smile. I'm like, oh, Katina. Really? Yeah, I was just shirt, like... That shirt, cheer on it. Bitch, if you don't take this shit back to Etsy... Can you... Okay, <laughs> see. All and right. got my face. Yeah, I'm just like... I mean, I guess it was a cute gesture, but it's like, I just don't think that your son is a good person. So, like, <laughs> you know... I guess, girl. You know, but... <laughs> I just, I can't, I don't have space for a nigga like Elijah Wan. Like, I just, I, I can't with him. I literally can't. So, moving on to Alyssa and Chris. Mm-hmm. I just really hate even talking about her because it's just never you. anything nice to say. And I just, I truly feel so fucking bad for Chris. Mm-hmm. It's him meeting up with her mom. And her friend and he was flat out honest and i don't blame him mm-hmm. let them know what's up mm-hmm. i don't think she wants to do this she said yeah. she thinks that we're better off as friends and it's like and y'all are still lying trying to make it seem as though like oh you just gotta give her time to warm mm-hmm. up yeah it's not that, you know 
and I, you know, she likes you. And it's like, yeah. no, she don't. Y'all yeah. have seen the type of men that she has dated physically and clearly yeah, the way she carrying on Chris looks nothing like the type of men she used to date. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's not y'all place to tell him like she's not attracted to you. Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't be sugarcoating the shit. Yeah. I'll be like, you know, well, I don't really know what else to say. I didn't get that vibe, but if she's making you feel that way, I'm not going to invalidate your feelings. I don't know what's going on with Alyssa. Maybe she's scared at how harsh the reality is. Maybe, you know, if y'all get the opportunity to talk without cameras, ask her what the real issue is. So that way you guys can figure out what's best for the both of y'all to move forward. Because I don't want you to be uncomfortable. And I don't want my daughter to be uncomfortable, continue to be a part of a process that she really just does not want to be a part of. Yeah. Why is that so hard to say? Straight like that. I don't know. This is the second time her mama done lied to him. And I'm I don't have much else to say about her. She is the most boring ass bitch I've ever like ever seen on this show. Girl. And I, I don't have girl. nothing else to say. And I then girl, and then her going to go meet up with his family and friends. And she lying too. Yeah, and my thing is what pisses me off about her even more and like you're just trying to you just don't want to say out loud that like I'm not attracted to you. I don't yeah. want to date you because I'm not attracted to you. I don't want to grow to be attracted to you. When they said like, oh, how like work is very important to him. Chris has also not been married. Mm -hmm. So I feel like everything that they tell her that's not really a bad thing, like, oh, he can be kind of condescending. You could get to know him for yourself to know that not he's truly condescending. It's like you take yeah. any small thing that they tell you and make it this fucking big mm -hmm. and act like it's a big issue when you haven't even given this man a chance. Yeah. You haven't even given him a fucking chance, bitch. You have never spent more than maybe 10 to 15 minutes in a fucking room with this man to get to know him yeah and if the if you think that he is just that fucking ugly which he's not but again i guess yeah. i'm not a white woman so i don't know what they consider to be ugly but i don't think chris is ugly no. i feel like you're doing a lot you are doing a fucking lot and for you to be like oh well you know it, it'll never work because they said that chris puts work before everything and he just doesn't have a work-life balance and you know that's just not what I'm looking for girl if that man was fine as hell and they told you that same shit you'll be like well I guess I'm just gonna have to break him out of it or you know he's never had me in his life so maybe I can change that mm -hmm. you'll be singing a completely different tune at the end of the fucking day you're not attracted to him and you're using that shit as an excuse to treat him and talk to him the way that you are talking to him instead of just saying Chris you know, I'm sure you're a nice guy. Attraction is something that's very important to me. Unfortunately, I don't feel that spark. And I'm sorry if that hurts your feelings, but I have to be honest to myself because marriage is something that is a real thing. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to drag you through this process. Maybe we can continue to go through this process and really be good friends. And if that's not what you're looking for, I totally understand. But I just don't see myself staying in this marriage because, again, these are the things that are important to me. And I'm sorry that they paired us together and I'm making your experience uncomfortable. But this bitch can't even say that. Yeah. Peak Caucasian woman behavior. Peak gaslighting, too. I hate her so much. Oh, she is, so, she is not what she thinks she is. 
And the girls back her ass on Twitter because, baby, listen, I'm all for self-confidence and everything, but you also got to be realistic with yourself, baby. If you're going to drag somebody like that, you need to look like you deserve to drag. Like, Rihanna can drag somebody like that. Your ass can't. Stop. But listen, you're embarrassing yourself. It's not your fault. I just, you, can't, you can't measure up to this, babe. I just can't. So Mark and Lindsay, I didn't really peep their situation. I didn't really peep. <sighs> him talking to her dad i did yeah. more so catch like her talking to her friends so i'll let you take that topic yeah. over so his dad has been hinting to him not even hinting a nigga been flat out saying wash this bitch mouth because it's ruthless and he said it again mm-hmm. at lunch so it's like i know this is foreshadowing because production has seen everything at this point they have edited everything and i know they pointing out stuff that will contribute to foreshadowing to build up something Mm -hmm. and they just will not let her mouth being ruthless go and so i know we're gonna get a good fight i know we're gonna probably get a good cussing out of Lindsay. i mean karen and that time's gonna come where mark gonna be like i see what the fuck your dad and your brother was talking about because they keep bringing it up and I, i just know i don't know when it's gonna happen but i just know it's gonna happen I just think it's funny that they keep mentioning it because right now she's all like, I think I'm falling in love with him, bitch. You, it's been one day. You know, she said that shit. I I think, I think, I don't know if it was in the preview or this actual episode. I can't fucking recall, but she already saying she in love. Like, are you okay? Desperation for love. Desperation to be chosen. It's definitely giving desperation. That's yeah. not realistic in my opinion, but hey, whatever. Girl, I can't. I just feel like um, his friends really loved her um, for him. I do. I mean, I've said this before. I think that Lindsay and Mark are a good pairing. It's just seeing that side of Lindsay on this episode. Mm-hmm. She's going to have to tone it down just, just a little yeah. bit. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit because you're doing a lot. You she are needs- doing a lot, you know? Mm-hmm. Girl, let's get back to these couples mm-hmm. meeting up. Him expressing how he feels about her male friend and like, oh, like he wasn't trying to let up off of me and this, mm-hmm. that, and the third. And like, oh, did you learn anything? And he was just like, no, not really. And <laughs> saying how like, you know, only the girlfriend was nice. But yeah. like the guy was like on his neck. He's like, I feel like he wasn't giving me a chance. And then when Katina was like, nah, that nigga's a good judge of character. Yeah. He was like, well, I don't think. Yeah. Of course you don't think because it's not in your favor. But if you felt like that nigga was on your side, you're like, yeah, yeah. Right. Who I would. Be like, hyping it up. And my thing is, the way he responded let me know everything that needed to be known. Mm-hmm. He was spot on about your ass. Yeah. He could sniff out your bullshit. And I feel like, you know, even for him to have told her friend, like, yeah, like, you know, I think she has a pretty good judge of character if she sees it i can see her calling me out on some shit so if you feel like i'm doing something call me out on it mm-hmm. i love that in katina's confessional that she was just like you know i value my friend's opinion so if they're saying that this is how he is i'm not gonna make a big deal out of it i'm still gonna give him the opportunity to get to know him for himself but i'm gonna lock that in the back of my mind mm-hmm. so when some shit happens yep. it's not like this is new information to me and yeah. i appreciate that because that kind of that's kind of like touching on our what's he question so i'll wait and save that when i get there but yeah but you know where I, I think that probably came from where all them times her friends was right and she didn't believe them and all them niggas was fuck niggas because mm-hmm. katina she shared her relationship history and how mm-hmm. 
is a roster of fuck niggas. And I think at this point, she's like, I trust them. Like, they know what they're talking about. They can read these niggas before I yep. do. So if they calling this shit out yet again, even if I'm married to this nigga, I'm gonna, like you said, take a mental note and just keep my ears and eyes open, which she is smart for doing. So, yep, because them ears good. definitely gonna need to be the fuck open dealing with that crazy ass nigga. Because I he just cleaned out, <laughs> bro. Okay, make sure it ain't not a piece of wax. I don't need even the smallest bit of information being off in your ears. Okay, girl, we gotta talk about these two again, <sighs> bro. I'm so tired. I'm Bro. like that Nene give. I'm I'm so tired. I'm so so tired. I'm so tired. Oh, I'm so she tired. just. I just feel like every segment that they're brought up is just the same thing. It's just different <clears throat> shit that she does. Like, why are you always so combative, Alyssa? Just go home, Roger. Please go home. Most. She does go most. home, Roger. Like, you are a waste of fucking breath on this show. Chris does not deserve that. Mm-hmm. He simply just does not deserve it. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why. I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Why are you still here? Anything he does is wrong. What pissed me off even more was like before they got sent on the honeymoon, they were back in the room. And like, you know, he was trying to have a real conversation with her about like, you know, how do you want to proceed forward? Or, you know, I know you said you want to take it slow and I'm okay with moving at whatever pace you want to move at. And her confessional, she was just like, mm-hmm. it's like, take your ass home. What like, what, yeah. what's with that energy, bitch? Go home, please. Like, I don't understand why Lifetime was in her home. Maybe they may shock you because you know, I've never seen how the show works. Maybe mm-hmm. it might shock your ass to send her to fuck home mid-season. How are you going in a room telling your, <clears throat> telling your husband that you're excited to go on your honeymoon because you want to see the other couples and spend time with the other couples when the other couples going to be spending time with their sniffing together? So, bitch, you think you about the third wheel on everybody else shit when they trying to get to know they fucking stranger too? Exactly. Get your stupid ass out the way. Stranger. You're fucking annoying. Girl, that bitch is weird. Bro, I <laughs> hate that hoe. I hate her. Yeah, and I like, bitch. I only had to see you for three episodes, and I, I hate the fuck out of you. You aggravating as fuck. I didn't even peep the disagreement between Elijah Wan and Lindsay, but I'm assuming that they also didn't show it. We just kind of saw the aftermath of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and they kind of make sure I wasn't tripping. They kind of shared their sides in their confessional, and she was crying on the damn porch and shit to the selfie camera yeah but i feel like so let me just you know i'm sorry niggas i gotta say something too if i'm gonna get on Lindsay ass i just didn't understand why katina and elijah Wan got so hyped behind that because i feel like the energy that they put out regarding like i thought she might have said something that was super offensive like her telling people like oh like you gonna speak spanish and i guess it's because i feel like Lindsay just comes across as like the joking type so I could understand how like her being jokey can also come across as annoying, but I feel like as dramatic as Katina and Olajuwon was getting about that, like I just don't think it was worth all that energy that they exuded towards that issue. But she then to be his ass. So I mean, if you threaten yeah. my new husband, whether he knew or not, yeah. we all fight. Like, what you want to do? You going if you gonna take it in there? We can all do this shit. So, I need to rewind that back because I didn't hear that. I thought she said something like, oh, like, what do you want to yeah. do? Fight me? Katina was but, in the back of the bus and she was like, yeah. And then when she walked away, she wanted she wanted to say, and I'll beat your ass. I'm going to beat your ass. Like, 
what that's what oh that's what katina said Mm -hmm. and okay so here's the thing i personally have like when it i'm be honest when like when i'm going into white situations or a group of white people i always kind of have my guard up like it's like i don't know you like that you know because i know how white people can be they can be like one way in front of you and at home they saying nigger or letting their uncle say it you know and so it's not hard like, er i know that's right. hard er like you know and they won't say nothing they won't correct their family at all and it's like i'll be nice to you at work or whatever or i'll be nice to you in the social setting a social setting but until i like know you know you and can say that you an ally or ride or die bitch and you really for equality across the board it's gonna be like surface level nice and i can see Lindsay. i can i can see it in her eyes how she would probably say some shit like Oh, you can't speak? Ain't this your native land? Like, that's some racist shit to say. Like, because I look like I'm Afro-Latino, whatever. I just know how to speak some Spanish. It's like saying, mm-hmm. you know, to an Asian, you don't know how to make ramen? That's your native food? Or like, oh, nigger, you can't fry some chicken, nigger? Like, that's what that's your food? You know, it just has that connotation of, like, just ignorant race. Like, just racism that's just so fucking ignorant. It's mm-hmm. like, why are you even saying this? Like, this is just stupid. And I feel like that might have been the Lindsay coming out that her dad was talking about. Like, this bitch would just say some senseless shit. And then when you don't take her senseless jokes the way mm-hmm. she wants you to take them, then she ready to she ready to go. Like, okay, well, I'm going to get petty and say some petty shit. And I'm going to keep poking you and poking you and poking you until I get the reaction I want. And based on Katina and Elijah, because Katina has seemed very cool this whole time. And for her mm-hmm. to be that rah-rah and be that rah-rah for Elijah one, this nigga she just fucking met, it probably was some shit that was said that was like, Lindsay, okay. Cut out. You're doing too much, yeah. And they probably didn't want to show it just for the very reason of not wanting to start like an uproar, you know, with the fan base or whatever. Yeah. And I, it's just people don't get rah-rah like that, especially niggas over nothing, you know? Because they all seem real cool and real tolerant of Lindsay. But I do feel like she may have a line that she just doesn't know how to not cross with her mouth. So Good point. I don't, I don't, and then she, and another thing that made me feel like she might be guilty because she did the white tears. When I saw the white tears, I said, "Bitch, you did it, you did it." Because the only time a white woman to pull out the white tears and get on, and I was just threatened, and I just. It shook me to my core. Bitch, shut up. Because you wasn't talking about your core being shaken when you wanted to beat his ass. Remember <laughs> that you said that? <laughs> you wanted to shake his core. So that's some bullshit. Whenever the white tears come out, I know the white lady bullshit. And that's just, I'm sorry, y'all. If y'all white listen to this, and some of y'all might agree with it if you white. Because y'all know y'all kind. This, come on. When you resort to white tears, you guilty. That's all I'm saying. Good say. point good point so it was because you know i didn't catch until the second episode when i originally watched it like on wednesday um but child elijah and his fuck boy fit i said now he got on the it's fashion star suit (laughs) but his little fitted and having it positioned correctly i'm just like he just got such a fuckboy charm to him. like. Uh, and what what kind of, this is so stupid, but what turned me on is just a little bit, y'all don't judge me. Katina didn't carry not one fucking bag. I said, 
Okay. Okay, Isaac. I might let you put your hand on my waist. You know, when you go by me, like, excuse me. I might let you do that. I might not move after seeing that. You know, because I... When they was leaving the hotel, he had two suitcases. She ain't have shit in her hand but her purse. When they got to the airport, he was rolling two I said, I love to see that. Because you know what Jasmina had? Her damn suitcase. You know what Alyssa had? Her damn suitcase. You know what Lindsay had? Her damn suitcase. I love a chivalrous man. That's one thing that's going to always get the coochie purring. Okay? Carry my shit. Open my door. Pull my chair out. Chill. I said I could understand the charm. I, I know he did. I know she, I know she let him suck a nipple the first time. I know she did. She let that man be. Can you please? Cause she's walking. Please. She's she's walking through the airport. She just she just knew that's her man. She, girl, she got something nibbled on. I know she did. I know. Child. I'm gonna let it go though. It's gonna come out. He's just so me. horny, and you know who else is horny? Steve. <laughs> Steve is a freak. We ain't have sex though, you know. <laughs> no sex tonight. I said, God damn, Steve. Tell us how you really fucking feel. Fuck, girl. Steve was like, I'm not gonna be shy about <laughs> being intimate. <laughs> Where the hell this nigga come from? Like, hey, Steve. Girl, see, I, I do think Katina and Lajuan will be the first ones to consummate the marriage. I feel like Steve and Noy might be second. I do. And then I think it might be Lindsay and Mark after that. I think after the way Lindsay think Mark stood up for her, she they might be. <laughs> oh, bitch. <laughs> we, bitch, listen here. So. <laughs> Alyssa, I so literally when I was just rewatching it, I realized what you said when you was like how close she was getting to Michael. And I'm like, damn, like, bro, this is her and Chris. Yes. <laughs> and then Michael right here next to you. Yeah. She has like, so much damn. fucking space between her and Chris and then on this bitch husband. Michael on the rock, she right there with that fucking blue Goryard oh, bag. Yeah. Excuse me, Alyssa, move your ass off. Like, I'm... <laughs> Push her ass over that cliff. Oh, I thought you said you were wanting to go diving. <laughs> huh? I thought you said you wanted to go diving. That's what I thought you just said. That couldn't have been me. I would have been looking at that, that little seat like, Hey, Alyssa. How's right. everything going with you and Chris? Right. I would have made that shit hella awkward. I'm sorry. It was I just mean- very frustrating because I could tell, like, Chris just looks so fucking uncomfortable the entire time. Sad. Yeah, like, I really feel bad for him. Hell, I think we thought Mark was desperate and pressed yeah. to be married. It was really Chris. Yeah. He want a wife really so bad. Chris. He really want a mm-hmm. wife. And he want her to be pregnant as soon as possible. And he yep. want to take trips and go to Disney World. He just want a family so bad. I got a prediction about him, too. About okay. them. Girl, so. Alyssa there for a free vacation. She can't tell me otherwise. I know. Girl. She don't, she's going to say she wants a divorce after these eight weeks. But this bitch yep. said, I'm here. Might as well go to Puerto Rico. <laughs> yeah. Might as well go look at the other husbands and get me some eye candy. That bitch is not slick. She said, I'm going to spend lifetime's money and go to fuck home. <laughs> exactly. But I want to talk about Elijah Wan and his controlling ways continuing to show themselves. And he's trying to use it in the form of a joke. Talking about how 
Katina can't have a difference in opinion of him because they're one. Oh, Bitch, yeah. you ain't nobody's leader. You ain't nobody's leader. Shut the fuck up, nigga. He mad for that shit. That's 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 that. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, the fuck you're not. That's you dead textbook ass. controlling shit. I caught that too. I'm like, this nigga think he's slick. He trying to mask in a joke, but that shit ain't gonna be a joke later when he got her out of arm. I don't <laughs> even like how mean, aggressive man. he was with her. Mm. Um, in that preview about the phone shit, like, yeah, you're definitely fucking controlling. And I feel like niggas who are whores be the most controlling motherfuckers. Why you be caring about what somebody doing so much when you be out here doing you all the time? Your dick is ran through and dirty. Okay. Some dirty drops. Girl, okay. So yeah, I peeped that and I was like, okay, yeah, Katina better watch her fucking back with that yeah. one. It was Mark coming out there to throw his fucking wife under the bus. Talking about how problematic she was, how she needs to watch her mouth, how he apologizes for his team and what happened, and he just wants everybody to get along, and then asking Elijah if he would be open to her apologizing to him. Right. And Elijah was like, you know, it's cool. Like, I don't want her to feel no way. Like, I just want to have fun. And then him taking his ass back to that hotel room and then going to Lindsay and acting like he fucking defended her. Yeah, even Elijah said he wants to apologize. No, he didn't say that. He didn't say that. say that. Bruh, you should have seen my face throughout that whole thing. Nigga, he came out, so I'm like, oh, he finna take up for his wife. I know he gonna do the whole husband thing, even though that bitch was wrong. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting like, okay, I'm finna watch him be a husband. That nigga started talking. I said, what? <laughs> he said, you know, yeah. And she's always at a 10. You know, Lindsay's always up here. And everybody, I'm like, wait, are you here to defend her? Or are you here to make her look fucking terrible? Because... This don't sound too good. Like, at all. He threw her ass under the fucking bus and then went upstairs and comforted her. And she gonna go to her confession and say, I've never had a man like this. He just protects me. And I'm just, I feel so loved. And I'm like, bitch, if you, wait till you watch him. Wait till you watch this footage. (laughs) You love him. That shit tickled me down. Talking about somehow he did kind of tell her, like, you know, we got to respect other people's boundaries. But like when he was like, yeah, like, you know, Elijah has buttons and, you know, other people have buttons. And then he went up and tried to make it about Katina because Katina was just like, I see that bitch who she is. She hyper. And I'm just like, I'm going to be around her for a long ass time. Mm-hmm. Lindsay got so emotional and that nigga came right back to her face and lied. Now that's the first lie he didn't told you. Mm-hmm. First bold face lie. Yeah, because that was a bold face right there. I said, now nah, he didn't act like he done went down there. And got a nigga's asses RBF. Oh, time he fucking that nigga was sipping that pina colada like Jamie Foxx <laughs> and was running your ass. Please get the fuck out of my face. I, Isaac said, Here, he said, Thank you, dog. <laughs> Bro. That nigga threw her under the bus. I'm like, bitch, you in that confessional and don't even know you got a fucking tire mark clean across your fucking face. Bitch, you need reconstructive surgery on your fucking nose because the tire don't ran all up them fucking nostrils. That nigga threw you under the fucking bus. She got skin marks like Isaac draws on her back. Bro, okay. Okay. Hell, that might have been why he had them spots. They might have filmed that after the fact or backwards and wiped his goddamn draws on Lindsay's goddamn face to get them tire marks off. I just, I, I can't, I can't. 
So oh man, I'm I'm oh Jesus. Child, we have to talk about Katina carrying on about the situation. And I can't even get on Katina because I am a carrier owner. Depending on how hot the situation had me, sometimes I don't know how to let some shit go immediately until I get everything off my chest. And he, when he got to getting on her and making sense, like, we not here for that. Like, we here to get to know one another. Don't let that, you know, mess up our situation. Because at the end of the day, it's not about them. It's about us. I said, okay. this nigga just makes sense. Okay. And that kind of turned me on a little bit. A little bit. The dominance popped out. It was like that respectful dominance, though. I was like, okay, I'll let that shit go. We want to go eat. You want to go have some drinks on the beach? Cause we, I can get over this shit right now. Yeah, I said, okay, little Elaji. Little Elaji. All right, all right. I'm, I'm, you know, my soft spot is developing bro, for him. And I don't like that. But he be making sense every now and again okay so we got to touch on these motherfuckers one last time i'm so sorry but this i and it's so crazy because i literally tweeted it and then he said it yeah i said this bitch is trying to gaslight him so bad because when they went out there and he let her know like you know i talked to your family and they thought this she was like well why would you share that with them that's something that should have been between us no mm-hmm. bitch no it shouldn't have been because yeah. now when you talk about marriage family is involved and why they don't have to be in every single detail we're not about to be family because you don't tell me that you want to be friends right. so of course i'm gonna let your mama know like bitch i'm not about to be your son-in-law too much longer because your daughter don't want to do this <laughs> so i'm letting you know respectfully like i'm open to the situation and she's not i feel so bad and- for him and if the whole point in us meeting meeting each other's family was for us to get to know one another, why would I not be honest with them about how I'm feeling? Like, you want me to mask how I feel to cover your ass, to cover your fucking feelings up, or what the fuck you doing when you are consistently hurting his feelings? Alyssa, mm-hmm. you got some fucking nerve. Yeah. You got some nerve, bitch. I felt so bad when he was like, I think she's gaslighting me. I'm like... Cause that's a terrible feeling to like mm-hmm. be getting gaslit and then to be getting gaslit by your fucking wife like after only knowing her for like a day and you're doing the best you can you're trying to be understanding you're trying to be gentle and compassionate and this bitch is really fucking with your brain and trying to make things your fault when it's really a deflection from the fact that she can't be fucking honest with you and walk away from this process yep and the thing about it that also pissed me off is also like you asked him if you felt like you were lying when you said that you were committed to this. And he mm-hmm. said, yes, because it's the fucking truth. And then mm-hmm. you're like, he called me a liar. I can't, mm-hmm. I, I can't be around him. He called me a liar. Like it's the fucking truth. You're not committed. The narcissism, the fucking gaslighting, like Alyssa, pack your shit up and go home. Alyssa is just so fucking irritating. Like I just hate people like her. I really yeah. hate people like her. And I feel so bad for Chris. Like even when he got his confessional and seeing his little polo wettering and he did that. Like she's stressing him out. Mm-hmm. I hope he find him a bitch on the beach. Since we ain't gonna be together, I'm gonna go ahead and cheat already. <laughs> it's plenty of hoes down here in San Juan. Buddy, 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 buddy. Go get you let me go food. get let me go find me a bitch i want to lay up with me i'm sure he can find one too okay again that's gonna play into my prediction that's further further down the line but i want to talk about katina and elijah heart to heart when they flash back to them i thought that was very sweet 
because Katina, I, it was like, even though, you know, they went through all this, that shit was sitting on her mind, like, so you said you used to be a hoe, right? Okay, so let's talk about this. Because I want to, she was like, <laughs> you said you used to be a hoe. I need to get this off my chest. Like, mm-hmm. when you say hoe, how do, what you mean by like, What's the hoe? Yeah, well, what was you out here doing? I said, damn, that shit was marinating on her mind. She couldn't wait to get that, the wine down. and Flavor Flav hoe or Bill Clinton hoe. Right. So... <laughs> I love that, you know, like they started talking and she was saying how, you know, she was known as the party girl and how mm-hmm. if you go out with her, you might not end up coming home to five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And then of course, you know, he tried to ask her about, you know, if, I don't know what he said to her, but she was like, yeah, like, you know, I've had a fuck buddy and something like, well, you can't be mad about it now because you married me. So like, I thought that that mm-hmm. was very like, you know, they had a cute little moment, but I really appreciate the fact that like, they really had I feel like they're kind of the first couple outside of Lindsay and Mark to have a real heart to heart regarding like relationships or shit that was like pretty much the reason why they were brought together or Mm -hmm. why the experts paired them together so I love the fact that they kind of like got that conversation out the way like he was I want to talk about this in this moment too this is why I would never be a bonds over title type of bitch. Because when Isaac said that shit, like, you know, I've never really cheated or I did that because I never put a title on those situations. Like mm-hmm. I was just doing me. And I think so many women get caught up in building bonds with niggas and niggas not placing a title on what they're doing for the sake of them still wanting to be able to have their cake and eat it too. So mm-hmm. when they hurt your feelings, they can throw that shit out there like, well, bitch, you was never my girlfriend anyways. Right. I'm not playing that yeah the second i start thinking that i like you it's very much given what we doing same what we doing same are we exclusive or like are we just playing because if we're just playing i'm letting you know right now that like i have feelings for you so i need to step back yeah because i don't want to waste any of my time if this isn't going anywhere right i know i'm a catch i know what i bring to the table and like respectfully i'm gonna choose me yeah and i'm not gonna let you drag me along mm-hmm. and i'm like and if it gets to a point where you have to have that type of conversation with the man and y'all have been around each other all this time then it it's kind of like you already have your answer yeah you know what i'm saying so yeah. i feel ugh. that when i was single and i like wanted something casual and just like let's just go on dates so let's just hang out let's just you know kick it a little bit and I knew that's what I wanted to do. I was fine with that. But when I knew it, like, I kind of like you, it was always a conversation like, okay. And it wasn't often because we don't like niggas. But when it did happen, I was like, okay, so, hey, I'm feeling like this. Wanted to see where your head's at. You know, is this what you, are you looking for something serious? If not, I'm kind of feeling you, but I can fall back and let you do your own thing. But I'm not really comfortable kicking it no more because I like you a little bit, you know? And mm-hmm. it's like, that's the difference between, like, being immature and being grown the fuck up like when you're a grown up you have to be able to have those conversations even if it's been a casual situation for however long or however short period of time you gotta be open and be and accept the answer they give you you know because they may not always be on the same page so i feel that i it ain't no letting shit just be when i know i like you because niggas is dirty you know yeah literally and figuratively yes 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 so I just feel like you know like literally like you just said like it's just one of those things where I feel like 
I would never let, especially currently, like me now, would never let a nigga play with me the way that Elijah Wan just told Katina how he played with women. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, it is different because you're his wife, but men cheat on their wives all the time. So like that paperwork and that piece of jury ain't stopping shit. If a man is who he is, and that's just who he is. It's probably constant and, Okay. So I, I just feel like So I just feel like, you know, Katina definitely needs to be on alert because I feel like she's given Elijah a lot of grace. And it could be because she is extremely attracted <clears> to him. They have strong sexual chemistry. And it's just like, girl, don't fall into the trap mm-hmm. of what it has always been for you. Like honestly, I would appreciate if she held out a little bit longer on fucking Elijah Wan, but I just feel like he gonna get in her head or day chemistry gonna get too hot and heavy mm-hmm. and she might not be able to because one thing I feel like I don't know if we should keep this in here I just feel like it'd be sometimes like you get pussy sitting you be like why the fuck did I do that yeah why did I do that yeah and it's like I don't want Katina to be put in that situation because at yes. the end of the day Elijah Wan gonna be able to say like oh well yeah that was my I got that fuck, so I don't care yeah mm-hmm. because it's like niggas who if that's their only goal and they get that, then, you know, that is just like, that's going to always be a prize to them. Yeah. yeah so, especially because he the type to run his fucking mouth. Like, I just know that that's just the type of nigga that he is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that shit's and pretty annoying. Think of the jury. I feel like <clears throat> Lifetime probably calculated their turnover rate, like success mm-hmm. rate. And was like, we gotta stop getting these bitches real diamond rings because they went from like diamond rings, not even like extravagant diamond rings, but at least had a stone on the shit to now like just a band. Like it ain't even yeah. really a like sparkling band, it's just band. I think they probably looked at they they researched, like calculated, and said this ain't worth it no more. Get these motherfuckers. Like if y'all gonna make it, then maybe y'all fucking um the reunion can be an actual right. like diamond right. ring or y'all can pick it out or whatever so said, let's cut the ring budget because it's some bullshit <laughs> yeah but happening. just getting back to like Elijah on the casino I love the fact that you know he did let her know like you know like I feel like you have a guard up but I feel like you know rightfully so I know it's a process and she should be breaking down a wall to really get to know him but um I just don't know that I trust Elijah on for Katina mm-hmm so I understand it because I feel like that's kind of like something that I battle with too. Like I'm coming guarded, even though I probably shouldn't, but mm-hmm. you know, still yeah. I rise. Hello. <laughs> so yes. <laughs> All right. Now we got to get into the, the big issue of the night. Jasmina and Michael, their little argument. Because we definitely had like two different takes on it on Twitter. So for me, I feel like, you know, them getting there. First of all, I feel like the argument was very fucking pessimistic. Because, like, why are y'all even arguing about this? This was a dumbass argument. Girl, dumb. So, when she brought up, when he brought up the fact that, like, you know, well, yeah, you know, we we just getting to know each other. So, I expect it to be some type of conflict. And she was like, well, I didn't. I don't think that way. Yeah. And it was like, immediately, I was kind of like, oh, okay, girl. Yeah. But when he continued to go on, I'm just like, you know, I understand Jasmina and where she's coming from. Like when I meet new people, my first thought is not always like, 
hmm, I wonder how we're going to argue or if we're yeah. going to get along. Like, I just don't like to approach things being negative because sometimes yeah. your mindset or just expecting the worst out of shit will cause the worst to come simply because that's what your mind is telling you to expect. So mm-hmm. when I say like, I feel like Michael was just being like a Debbie Downer and being negative, mm-hmm. like, that's what I meant. Like, damn, like, yeah, you are meeting new people, but like, you can be a little optimistic about some shit. Ain't no need to come in there being negative, but then mm-hmm. just the way that Jasmine handled herself and how she got up and walked away from the situation, I was like, oh, I could see where the annoying shit from you is about to get on my nerves. Yeah. Show. Yeah. I, d- I and, you know, it shows because she said all her relationships been long distance. If all your relationships been long distance and girl, all you got to do when y'all have an argument is that gift and snap your phone close and you know, like that's mm-hmm. how you going to approach arguments in like real time, real life. Like you're going to get the fuck up and walk away because you're so used to clipping that phone close at your disposal the minute that you don't like an argument and the way it's going because y'all long distance, it's a Skype or a fucking FaceTime. But when you're married and you're day to day living together, having to go through conflict, you can't just get up because the situation is sticky or you're uncomfortable bitch conflict is always going to be uncomfortable like that's just life now mm-hmm. i agree with both of them but i think they were speaking two different languages and that's what why the conversation was going no fucking where he was speaking from a standpoint i feel like of intimate relationships like marriage boyfriend girlfriend she was talking about regular ass you go in arby's and place your order you're not expecting to beat that bitch ass at the register duh Mm -hmm. like that's i don't think that's what michael was saying i think he was saying realistically when you go into a marriage or you go into an intimate relationship you already know okay honeymoon stage this is wonderful but i know there's gonna come a time where this bitch or this nigga gonna get on my nerves like we're gonna bump heads about something we're gonna have a different opinion difference in opinion and we're gonna have to work through that i agree with him on that because whenever Mm -hmm. i would approach a relationship even this relationship it was great, but I knew in the back of my mind, like, bitch, center yourself because it's going to come a time where it's not going to feel like this every day and you're going to have to still channel this energy to get through that conflict, you know? Yeah. And I think that's what all he was saying was you have to be realistic and know that it's not going to be unicorns and roses every single day. But I also agree with her when it comes to, like, meeting new people in general. You don't walk into a room and expect to fight and have conflict true i just feel like in this situation like i said it's just a misunderstanding because they were talking about two totally different scenarios and they kept saying mm-hmm. the same scenario that was totally different different from what the other person was saying and it's like y'all not gonna get nowhere with this because y'all not listening to each other like y'all can acknowledge that both of y'all are right but also say i disagree with you when it comes to this part of it but i understand what you're saying and there was none of that present in that conversation it was just well i disagree I, I, okay well whatever forget it it's like what? yeah that irked me like bitch it was just too much like that was such a simple ass conversation she's such a fucking princess and i think that shit gonna Ooh. get on michael's nerves how she can just deal her oh <gasps> you know what don't make I did not, me. I, should don't not make, put, I shouldn't put that in your head because don't make me pre hate her. No, 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 no. Is that, it's not the same. I hope it's not. But it was giving Candace like I don't want like girl like. And when Michael got in that confession, was like, you know, she seemed like she cool, but I don't do I want to deal with this shit. And I'm like, and in that moment, I said, nigga, I feel you. 
she fine and all but after this conversation it really got me thinking i'm like i think their main problem is really gonna be talking two different languages and mm -hmm. not knowing how to meet in the middle and acknowledge each other so y'all can move forward i think that's gonna be their main problem they when they talk and the, the fact that they're the first one the first couple to besides Alyssa and chris the first couple to have like real conflict it's like that's really telling and then to see how this conflict went and what was what it was about was so stupid for one and two the fact they couldn't even come to a meeting of the minds on something this small and it don't look like this week's episode gonna be no damn better it looked like they finna argue on the damn beach like how y'all gonna argue with it in a setting that beautiful girl and not be able to just say okay let's figure this out so we can have a great honeymoon like i'm not finna fight all my damn honeymoon i'll be motherfucking damn child we're gonna fuck this out okay period, period. <laughs> have a couple drinks and go to sleep shit we're gonna have a good time now let's jump into our what's tea segment if you guys are new what's tea is where we pull a question of inspiration from the show and center pretty much give our personal opinions about it if y'all are not new to this show y'all know we tend to get very deep in this part of the show mm -hmm. so bear with us so for today's what's tea question it is how much do you value the opinions of your spouse's loved ones when it comes to getting to know your partner um i value them to a degree like i do like to know because they have an in they have insight to that person that i don't have like when i was getting to know jordan's mom and his sister was like i definitely asked him like what is what are things i should know about him like you know are there things i should look out for blah blah, blah. because they do mm -hmm. have a more intimate knowledge of him that i don't have yet or didn't have yet you know so he kind of gave me like, okay, yeah. this, is I, I, this is something i can look out for and that way when the issue arises i'm already prepped for it and we can talk through it like adults you know instead of it shocking me but on the flip side it's like he also is in an intimate relationship with me you know it's like it's, it's a different dynamic and yeah. jordan is is i'm probably telling his business but he's more not closed off but he kind of he act a little hard you know in front of his family and friends but with me he's like teddy bear you know and so it's like i mm -hmm. get a different and that's what i get what you were saying about listening chris like his friends probably get the condescending chris or know it all chris even but she would probably get mm -hmm. teddy bear lovey-dovey compassionate sweet gentle chris and she don't even fucking know it you know because she's not even giving yep. him a chance and it's like I've seen him interact Jordan with other people and it's totally different the way he interacts with me. Like, it's just, I don't get that side. So it's like, I, I take into account what his friends and family may say, but I also allow myself to get to know him for myself because the interaction turned out to be different. Now, sometimes he has his little moments, but like 90% of the time it's, it's different. Like it's very different. And so I think that it's good to get feedback because they've known them all their lives but you at the same mm -hmm. time you can't let that dictate your total decision unless they say some shit like this nigga like to beat women or he got a drinking problem that's a little different you know you yeah. might take a step back but if it's something like small like what chris's friend said you can't develop a full judgment about somebody based on something like that when you haven't even given them a chance to interact with you personally yet which she yeah. has. Yeah, so. she 
So for me, I would have to say, my opinion is kind of the same as yours. I think that before I even get to a point of someone meeting one of my family members mm-hmm. or me meeting theirs, I usually try to get to know them for mm. the most part. So when I meet their family, it's kind of hard for their family to sway an opinion mm-hmm. of how I feel about them. Mm-hmm. I also like to consider people's happiness because sometimes when people are miserable, they want everybody else around them miserable. So sometimes somebody will try to tell you something about somebody for the sake of like, well, hell, if I ain't happy, I'm going to let this person know the worst about this person mm-hmm. so that way they can be right where I'm at. And as a person, I've just learned to experience people for myself and form my own opinion because just like I said with Chris, like being in a intimate romantic relationship with somebody is very different from how you are with your family and friends Um, personally I just feel like like I'm not even gonna hold you like I'm not that close to all of my family or a good bit of them Mm -hmm. so how they may view me is not the same way that a man that I'm in a relationship with will view me of my friends and in my relationship because y'all don't cultivate that type of space for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like for me, I listen, but I really take it with a grain of salt because I'm very good at reading people and mm-hmm. sniffing out bullshit immediately. So if you're somebody who is miserable or you're not happy or you're always a Debbie Downer, of course you're going to try to tell me the worst parts about somebody because look at how you view your own life. I don't expect you to have a positive outlook on anything about anybody else. So I take that shit with a grain of salt. Right. So what was said, sweetie, is one of our favorite segments is where we interact with you guys and we share our favorite tweets of the week from Twitter regarding the episodes that just aired. So I have mine and surprisingly, I normally have a shit ton of tweets of the week because the shows that we watch, y'all are so funny. The shows are so interactive. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I only got one this week. Okay. You want to go first? You want me to go first? So my tweet, y'all already know, I hate this bitch. So of course, this is my tweet of the week. <laughs> it said, Alyssa's wasting everyone's time. Get her off my screen. And then it's a book of Kermit reading. It says, how to slap someone through the internet. <laughs> I and saw so, that one. And that tweet is by Jade Rare or Rar, Rayar, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, Jade Rayar or Jader. I, child, I don't know how to pronounce your Twitter name. It's going to be in the description box of the podcast, but felt because Alyssa irritates the shit out of me. Yeah, I agree. I have two this week, and one is definitely for Alyssa. It's by at underscore SDM26. And it says, Alyssa doesn't feel comfortable staying in the same room with a stranger, but you audition for a show that's called Married at First Sight. And it's Monique saying, make that make sense. Bro. <laughs> because I, Bro. that's like my biggest maths pet peeve. Like, don't come on, on this show if you know physical attraction is that much of a damn priority. And then you're going to act an ass. Like, go home. Ugh. Mm-hmm. And this is also kind of about Alyssa, but it's about Chris. And it's by... At underscore, she is Brit. And I tagged you in this one, but it said the male page. And it had page from season two. And then Chris. It ain't funny. But they're basically like, literally that was 
Paige is Chris is Paige from season twelve, but the nigga was black and he fucked her anyway, even though he wasn't attracted to her twice and before he told her. Like it was Chris is not even going through the amount of pain that Paige went through. Like, oh my God, please, whenever you have time, watch season twelve, please, cause girl, the bull. I might watch that shit tonight just for just for the fuck of it. Whew. Mm-mm-mm. So we want to jump into these predictions. So I'm going to let you go first since you are very familiar with the show because mine is more yeah. of like an in-game prediction because I don't really know what the fuck to expect next week because, again, I am a first-time watcher. I, okay, I didn't get to rewatch the preview, but based on what I remember from the preview, Elijah Wan and Katina, Katina, Katina probably going to have their first baby spiff because i think the conversation about threesomes gonna come up and he gonna say some shit like if you gonna offer me some you know a whole new bitch you think i'm gonna like he gonna say some shit like that you think i'm gonna say no and Katina was like <laughs> so i think that that you know next episode they might have a little spiff where he has to clean up his shit and mm-hmm. make it right because Isaac popped out for a minute. He was like, new pussy. Like, he he tasted it already. and didn't Not even- new Monica. New pussy. <laughs> I think um, Alyssa and Chris supposed to start having fun. I don't know when that shit going to happen. But maybe production will encourage them. Because sometimes they have, like, sidebar conversations. So maybe production will encourage them to do something. They may even phone in an expert. Because when it get that bad, they will call in an expert via FaceTime or Zoom or whatever. So they might even call in one of them to have a virtual call and say, hey, what's the problem? Like, can y'all just try for the honeymoon, try to make the most of it? Just go have fun. Don't even think about intimacy. Don't even think about, you know, the seriousness of the relationship. Just go have fun and try to be friends. I could see them having a conversation like that with the expert. And then that's when the activities and shit start for them. Um... Lindsay and Mark I really don't have nothing to say <laughs> I don't really have a prediction for them um it can go either way I do know that Lindsay's gonna talk to the girls so you know Katina's gonna probably have her moment with Lindsay and it don't look like it's gonna go well so they might just leave that boat trip like I don't fuck with you <laughs> you don't fuck with me we see each other type of vibe because this is also not the first season where couples had conflict like season 12 couples also had conflict then so that could be a moment and then who else we got Steven Noy they might fuck I don't know Katina and Lodgeman I feel like gonna fuck we might get two couples that say they consummate their marriage I can see that somebody gonna consummate their marriage this episode it's gonna come out I feel like it is but Jasmina and Michael oh they gonna have that little dinner by the seashore moment and I think in order to have peace in his hotel room, Michael just gonna have to suck it up and be like, hey, I don't think the worst of everything. I was just speaking from a standpoint of like being real- realistic about a marriage. I'm hopeful about us. I don't know. I think, I don't even know if he's gonna be willing to do that. Cause you know, he said compromise was hard for him. So I don't even know if he gonna be able mm-hmm. to put his ego aside to even say some shit like that. I think they might just, argue i don't know it can go either way for those two because they both seem stubborn and ain't she jamaican 
as hell. And he Haitian? Girl, they might need to call an expert too over some bullshit, but they might need to call an expert because just culturally, I just think, don't think they're going to give up or give in. Like, mm, I don't know. They are both very stubborn. Right, but that's all I got. So my prediction is more of a long run that I may be reaching, mm. but I feel like Alyssa strikes me as the type of bitch that's very like, gold digging and like she's very like wooed by the life you know chris got money mm-hmm. when he said what his fucking sport was i said oh this is some, this is some caucus ass shit you hear me this is peak white okay because mm-hmm. i ain't never heard of no shit like that some fucking golf hockey i heard you of this golf country niggas do disc golf though because they did disc golf when i lived in augusta that. <laughs> but even when he was talking about how like you know he works with million dollar accounts or like helping mm-hmm. people shit like that like i know he bringing in some be- bread and the cost of living up north is way higher mm-hmm. Alyssa hasn't even got the opportunity to truly like talk to him to understand what it is that he does and why work probably takes up so much of his life and i feel like it may come up about what chris does for work and how well off he is and that bitch might try to change her mind about it and chris like mm-hmm. nah i'm good i'm good because when you have the opportunity to really get to know me before you know what my finances are for since you said they do talk about money mm-hmm. i think that might be Alyssa's turning point when it comes to chris because i've seen a lot of and that's not calling Alyssa pretty but like i've seen a lot of like women who treat men the same way that Alyssa is treating Chris mm-hmm. and then when you find and it got a little piece of change about himself it's like cheating <laughs> what'd you say yeah <laughs> I'm interested now what what's that, that mean <laughs> that mean with that do-rag on what's going on <laughs> what's going on you you said what daddy listen okay like, we husband like no you good yeah. you good so I think that that might happen or at least I want that to happen for Chris because he deserves to find someone that truly does like love him or someone he can be compatible with or maybe they might even bring his ass back next season when he divorced Alyssa ass mm-hmm. so that's all that I have for a prediction we clearly see that Katina gonna get at Lindsay ass I think that the preview might have made it way more intense than what it is because mm-hmm. maybe um maybe Lindsay and not not Lindsay and Alyssa maybe Lindsay and Katina will make up and her letting her know like you know I wasn't trying to come across as disrespectful I was just joking that's just how I am even the whole thing about the fight because she said when she was crying like you know I was just joking with him and then he got really aggressive with me like you know I didn't mean it in that way and I'm sorry I offended you Mm -hmm. so Hopefully that happens because I do like Lindsay. I'm sorry, guys. I do like Lindsay. I think she's ridiculous and the show definitely. I, I love somebody that can be to relief because her ass is crazy. She is too much, but she is definitely funny. So mm-hmm. hopefully um, she they can resolve that she and they can just boot Alyssa off the island because Alyssa is the real problem. Lindsay, it or is. Maybe, or maybe... Alyssa might see that Jasmina and Michael are you and she might try to slide her little puny ass in there and she is puny bitch they might have like and that might be why Jasmina being that confessional like I don't play that 
out oh. and play that. Ooh! You know I love mess. Bitch, because they could probably go have a drink somewhere, like at one of them little, you know, beach bars to blow mm -hmm. off some steam because she annoyed with Chris. He done call her a liar. He annoyed mm -hmm. with Jasmine. And then Jasmine to get wind of it because production, they, she going to find out. Because mm -hmm. it looked, oh, oh, y'all. And you know, CC predictions, y'all. Y'all been watching this. She be on it. So I'm hoping this is one that's true. Only because I love Mess, not because I want what's worse for Jasmine. I'm sorry, girl, but my power shit was spot on this week too, bitch. But that is it for the predictions, you guys. Um, do you? We have any other closing notes besides? Hmm. We always tell y'all don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, and that's at Rewind and Recap. R e w i n e a n d r e c a p don't forget to follow us we love interacting with you guys and retweeting and jumping in you guys's conversations we are gonna have to figure out when we are gonna start going live on instagram or creating the spaces <laughs> rooms so that way we can live tweet and chat with you guys so that's all that i have so far that's i ain't got nothing else any closing notes nope all right well as always we appreciate you guys for listening thank you guys for tuning in and we will see you all on the very next episode of rewind and recap bye bye <laughs>